Hello and welcome to Beyond the Buzzer. I am your host, Landon Potvin. This is going to be a little bit different of an episode. Usually, you'll see my face and a couple others. But uh, no, not today. It's just going to be a solo episode. I'm going to be talking about the Rockets-Lakers last night and just some talk on the NBA awards. Um... A pretty interesting game last night. I'll start off by saying I only watched the first half, fell asleep like a minute in to the third quarter. But from what I saw, it kind of just gave me an overall view of the rest of the game, I'm sure. So the Rockets did win 113-97. to The game itself, let's start off. No LeBron. AD should be able to take care of this Rockets team. There's no bigs. The Lakers are coming off a back-to-back. The Lakers did just clinch the first seed. Now, what does that mean? Shaq said it best at halftime. Well, maybe the team's just taking it slow right now, resting to a certain extent. Because, I mean, Quinn Cook was starting. McGee wasn't starting. Kuzma was starting, although I think he should, when even when LeBron is playing. The Rockets. What about the Rockets? The Rockets have beat the Bucks. The Mavs and only lost to Portland by Portland by eight. And Portland's a different breed right now. Portland should be a top five seed if Nurchic and Collins were healthy all year. So my analysis on the Rockets. Harden is re- really good. That man that man can really play basketball at a really high level. His scoring ability is insane watching him do what he does my problem before was I never really watched games much I would just turn the game on and play PlayStation or cook while it's on so I never really got to watch the game but since the restart I'm like you know what I'm gonna start really getting into the games and it's it's a big change watching Harden dance a little bit dribble dribble step back looking at Vogel and then pulling an AD's mouth that was insane and then Harden I like Kuzma Kuzma was guarding him I like that Kuzma was working on his defense but man Kuzma got burned every possession Harden with ease right to the rack layup had a couple tomahawks and finished with 20 points in the first half I think that I think the announcer said 21 times this year that's happened where Harden has 20 points at halftime. He finished with 39 points, which is, you know, that's a that's a large sum of points right there. He's averaging, I think he said, 32 points on the year. I think T.J. Warren has is the only one that has more points in the bubble so far. But <laughs> Harden's offense. What about his defense? His defense is phenomenal. I had six steals against the Bucks. They weren't on-ball steals, but I mean a steal is a steal, right? Like anything to help your team win. Harden, Giannis, or whatever would somebody would drive, and Harden would be there to strip it, and he did that quite a bit. Um, but that's thanks to the Rockets' defense, where they would build a wall. They committed 22 turnovers against the Bucks. 
And, shoot, I don't know how many they committed against the Lakers, but I'm sure it was quite a bit because <laughs> when you got Quinn Cook starting out point guard, nothing's going to go right. And then Caruso is also out. I, It's amazing how late the Lakers' chances can go from so high, and then they lose Avery Bradley, and then they go so low. But thinking about it, they have nobody on that team that will play astonishing defense. Watching P.J. Tucker play defense was amazing. The guy was so into the game, and I don't know if it was enjoyable to watch on my end. Like, it was kind of cringy. Like, oh, what, like, what is this guy doing, this noises he, he's making? But the defense itself is fun to watch because A.D. was not going anywhere like he should have. I mean, on the NBA TNT, there was a meme. Somebody posted, if Charles Barkley had all these little guys guarding him, and it was like a girl mouthing her mouth with spaghetti. It's funny. But the five-out offense for the Rockets, and really the new it's the new norm in the NBA. Like, if you don't have a center or a five, that can shoot threes, it's, you're not making the team. They have to either be a lob threat or be able to shoot the three. And, I mean, it's really true. I can't really name a team that doesn't have one of those. Like, Nerlens Noel, he's the center. Except, I mean, really, Steven Adams. But he's a brute, and he makes up a lot of defense for the Thunder but really, you have to have one of those too. But the five out works amazing. I I did it at my high school. You drive, and then the the guy on the wing would cut. It's it's called circle motion. They do a great job at that. And then it's they get many threes. They had sixty one threes the other night against the Bucks, and then they had I I don't know how many they had that night, but I'm sure they had a bunch because they made a bunch. They made at least twelve, at least twelve. Five from Macklemore. And then Harden, of course. Jeff Green had three, at least at halftime. Daniel House had one. P.J. Tucker definitely had one. It's 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 the new norm, and it's working. But the Rockets, they can compete with anyone. And it's really weird to watch, but they really can. I'm sure you <laughs> trying to think. Marcus Smart's like 6'3", I think. What if Marcus Smart was their five? Would it work? What if Avery Bradley? Is it? Is it the energy and the type of person it is rather than, I mean, heart over size? That's a thing. Heart, the heart you have, how much effort you put into the game is huge. Small ball really works. But what if the Rockets' shooting struggles come along? What happens then? Yes, Harden can get the basket whenever. Yes, Russell's mid-range is deadly. I don't understand how he does it, but running up hills must really help. But he, Russell can get to the rim mo mostly whenever. Can they rely on Russell and Harden if McLemore isn't hitting five threes a game or P.J. Tucker is struggling guarding A.D. or Avinka Zubac 
or Montrez Harrell. I mean, Harrell is not much of a center, but you get my point. What if Steven Adams is going off for 20 points on P.J. Tucker? Excuse me. But what happens if the shooting doesn't go well? Ben McLemore is 5 for 5 in the first half, or 5 for 6. And then in the second half, he goes 5 for 10. The, they just got the Rockets. I wouldn't say they got lucky. They played great defense. Great defense. In the first half, they had the Lakers didn't have it. They had one three. They were one for seven, I think. One for seven. Danny Green needs to step up. And the, I'm gonna I'm getting that in three right now. The Lakers. I did my analysis on the Rockets. I'm gonna do my analysis on the Lakers now. The role players really, really need to take a, that next step. If this Lakers team wants to be anything. Well, maybe it's just because they clinched the first seed already and they're kind of laying back. Or they just had back-to-back. Well, this is perfect time. You should be taking... I'd rather you take... I'd rather you go 0 for 20. I want you to work... I want you to take as many threes as you can. Because once LeBron comes back, he will get it to you. And you better be making those. Because that is... Unfortunately, the league today is all about threes. That's what the Rockets, the Rockets are proving it. And when you go up against the Bucks in the championship, who have the number one defense, well, not against the three, but they have the number one defense. Brooke Lopez, the second in the league in blocks. But my point is, the Lakers need to make threes if they're going to win. Kuzma, Pope, and Green, and even Caruso, man. Caruso is, com- is coming into his own, and I love to see it. The shooting needs to be a priority for this squad. It really does. AD's gonna months. AD's gonna get his in the post. Don't worry about that. LeBron's gonna get at, get his fifteen and ten assists with seven rebounds a game. Don't have to worry about that. Kuzma is gonna have to be that next guy. Green needs to get at least two threes a game. Pope needs to get some couple threes a game. But Crusoe, he had a great night. He looked great. 21 points, 8 of 16 shooting, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. He was, I love the way he attacked the basket. He had some good finishes. Some bad ones too. But, and and that's when AD flourished. When When a guy drove and made it or missed. I mean, if they make, you get two points. And if they miss, AD's gonna be right there to grab that rebound. Dwight Howard had a couple of nice rebounds too. I mean, I have to say this real quick. The refs are just making some terrible calls. Like, what are you doing? And the flopping is insane in the league right now. Wow. Sorry. I really just wanted I posted that on Twitter. It's like, what the heck is going on? The refs are making some terrible calls. Unbelievable. But Kuzma, I really like this guy. He needs to get into that form of last year I don't know if LeBron being there puts on some pressure but you can't you're playing with LeBron you're gonna have to step up and then I mean I got here AD needs to flourish against teams with no bigs AD you had 17 points last night dude that is not enough that is not enough you need to have at least 25 points last night at least 25 points And then Dwight Howard came in, had some good minutes. Morris had some 
I mean, I'm saying good minutes, but I didn't watch the second half. And they lost. So, I mean, did they really have good minutes? But Rondo, I'm going to give you my th- fi- final thoughts on the Lakers. Rondo is going to have to be a really, really huge part of this playoff team. He's going to have to score 10, 12 points a game. He's going to have to really make some plays in that second unit. Him and Caruso, I think Caruso is going to run the two. I think it should be um, well, Rondo's pro- LeBron at the one, Pope at the two. The three, you have Green. The four is AD, and then the McGee at the five. Or Dwight, either or. And then the bench, you got Rondo, Caruso, Kuzma. Well, I think Kuzma should be in the starting lineup for Green, but I don't think that's what they're going to do. So Kuzma at the three, Morris, and then Howard. Those are those are solid lineups, name-wise. It's just a matter of if Rondo is going to step up. I really think Rondo and Crusoe is going to need to step up in that second unit. And Crusoe move. I really want Crusoe to play in the three in the starting lineup. But I, I think... The Lakers, if they're gonna do good against the Clippers, they're just AD's gonna have to go to work. And then Green and Pope, Crusoe, Rondo even are gonna have to hit some threes. Cause Kuzma's gonna get locked up by George. Guaranteed. Eight nobody's gonna guard AD. LeBron's gonna somehow get his, but LeBron's defense. I wanna say something. I wanna say something on that. LeBron's defense. What is Guy Guy is not a good on-ball defender. Well, he can be. He he can be. He can be really good. Like that final possession against the Clippers where he was guarding Paul George and Leonard at the same time. That was... I really like to see that more often. But there was like three or four times where Kawhi Leonard just drove right past LeBron. No hesitation. And LeBron, I think he... Old man LeBron doesn't get up like he used to easily not like he when he was carrying that Cavs team against the Celtics those are my final thoughts on the Lakers I want to say a couple things about the NBA awards before I wrap this up got about five minutes left the NBA awards were submitted too soon I think Damian Lillard's making a great case for MVP right now these are really important games. Bam Adebayo is doing awesome. He, Brennan Ingram's not. So Adebayo most definitely should be the most improved player. Do I think LeBron or Lillard would be MVP? No. Giannis is going to win it this year, unfortunately. But Dame, he's top three, top five for sure. Rookie of the Year's not Zion. Definitely Jaw. Or none even. I like none. None's doing good for those Heat. Coach of the Year. Nick Nurse. He beat the Lakers at full strength. Well, not full strength, but Bradley, LeBron, or Bradley and Rondo, but LeBron and AD. I mean, Fred Van Lee even should be in consideration for improved player. What the heck? And don't sleep on that Thunder team. I'll say this right before we wrap it up. That Thunder team, don't sleep on them. 
Chris Paul for being a bad role model model in the locker room a couple years ago with the Clippers is leading a very young Thunder team. Like some of these guys on the Thunder team, I've never heard of. Well, I've heard of, but like they're starting and stuff. It's awesome to see. I'd love to see it. But I got if the Lakers want to make it past the Clippers to advance to the championship, they're gonna need shooting. And the Rockets defense, the Rockets have a chance to beat the Clippers. I really think so. The Bucks they might want to start worrying. The Heat is a pretty good team. The Raptors are a pretty good team. I wrote an article on the Celtics being able to beat the Bucks, but I hate to say it, but that might be out the window. They won't even make it past the first round. What if the 76ers, now that they have lost Ben Simmons, have to play the Bucks in the first round? What happens to the 76ers now? Sorry, I'm just rambling, but does Embiid get traded and Simmons? Because that's not whatever is going on in Philadelphia is not working out. If you look at that team before the bubble, you're like, wow, this team is really good. Really, really, really good. And then now they're going to be like the sixth seed or possibly the eighth seed. What? I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Buzzer. I hope you've made it this far, and I appreciate you if you've made it this far. I am Landon Potvin. Cameron Champagne should be on a show soon. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.